Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klemzeski with Adam Atkinson, episode two in our series on never do this in prep. And we're going to talk about staying locked into a failing diet. I did a post similar to, to this this morning, Adam, and it's if I feel like things are just not right and you know, it's not just about changing macros, a little bit, a little tweak, a little tweak here, there. I mean, if something just isn't working and we should be concerned, then it, it probably takes an overhaul. And sometimes what people have reported to us as clients, this is what I've done before. This is what my experience has been. And we kind of think, okay, they got it figured out. I'll meet them where they are. Sometimes that just doesn't work. And you have to be willing to to make some major, major changes instead of riding that same horse all the way to the finish line. Yeah. At that point, you take the show off the table to, to just take the pressure off everybody. Uh, they, and then like, I think we need to define why the diet's failing. You know, is it a coaching issue? Is it a, you know, um, is it more a plan versus or a protocol versus, you know, um, dynamic coaching efforts and is the client truly following through? Uh, I had a client today say, I, I feel like I'm at this calorie level and I should be losing. I'm having a few days that I don't track. Can we lower my calories? And I said, you know, that's the worst thing we can do because those untracked days will probably match the calorie reduction we now made. And, uh, she's not even at that hard of a caloric level yet. So I don't really want to make the diet harder on her because it technically already is. So um, the first thing is not getting in that situation in the first place is just, it's a really slippery slope when you go off your diet once or twice and don't tell your coach um, it becomes repetitive, whether you mean to do it or not. Um, I, I don't think people typically mean to do this and the bad habit just sets in. Well, I'll skip ahead to even what I think is a really worst case scenario. And that is, you know, with a client and you're, you've investigated every avenue, they're, they're tracking accurately. The food sources are fantastic. You just can't find anything wrong. And and you want to see if if somebody is not losing chronically, I'm not talking about one day or even one week, but if, if two, three, four weeks go by and they're just underperforming, you have to say, okay, let's find the, the issue because by definition, you're just not in a calorie deficit, but you shouldn't also feel awful. And so if you're super, super, super hungry all the time and you're still not losing, then I, I go back to what you said. What What is slipping in there that we could maybe look at? But also going back to my first point, Maybe this is a person who just really does better with another ratio of macronutrients. Maybe you're overdoing it with protein and they're kind of endomorphic and they they need more calories and carbs. Some people just for all kinds of different reasons prefer and may feel better with a little bit more fat and a little less carbohydrate. But when you're locked in to a diet that just isn't working and you're not willing to throw the whole thing out and try something, and I know that sounds extreme, but I, I'm I'm at that point if if I've already crossed all those other bases where we just have to decide we we got to find out why this isn't working. 
Yeah, and that's cool because if you reverse them, you can like, let's say they do better on even higher carbs and even lower fats, you know, you can take that into the initial setup on their next prep. So you're capitalizing on those losses earlier, and hopefully they don't have to dig as deep at the end. Uh, you can always look into blood work and see if there's any other issues too. I know you and I both encourage our clients to do that. And yeah, that's really where true coaching takes place. We just don't give up on people because they, you know, hit a bump in the road. This is actually where it gets exciting for me because I'll go where other coaches won't. Mm-hmm. I, I even made a recent change to my nutrition where I just thought, man, I am, I, I, I'm at a calorie level where I should be doing better at my, my pace to lose a little bit of body fat. And I thought, I'm just feeling a little bad. Like, I think I'm eating too much animal protein. And I have historically done better with more of a lacto-ovo vegetarianism. If if I'm getting one serving of animal meat a day, that's plenty. So I reduce that. I'm getting a couple servings from a high-quality protein powder, maybe some yogurt, you know, even something like a protein bar. But just bringing my protein levels down to a minimum effective dose to allow for a little bit less fat, a little bit more carbs made all the difference in the world for me. And, and even though that seems like a small change, it's kind of a big change. I mean, I really overhauled a lot of my food sources. Yeah. That's another great example of, you know, just making small changes for bigger results. All right, guys, well, stay with us. We're going to hit a couple more topics in this series, what not to do in prep. And certainly as we've talked about right now at the first two episodes, don't feel obligated in any way. Make sure you are maintaining your own autonomy and don't stay locked into things that seem to be failing. Be ready to make good, quick, decisive changes. See you next time in Contest Prep University.